This is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to The VO Life. Summertime, summertime, summertime will soon be over, will it not? This uh, summer is flown by. This year has flown by. I just can't believe it. And I was going to do a series of summer shorts and, and the summer's getting so short, I'm not going to have many shorts to short. My gosh, it's just getting away. I'm really going to go off into the uh, unforbidden territory today because the question is, which mic should I buy? And it's it's brought up at least three times a week and every uh, voice over Facebook group there is, and it's beaten to death and... You know, folks, it all comes down to one thing, and I'm and I'm going to talk about some mics, but let me say it comes down to one thing. You need the mic that matches up to your voice and your tone and your space, and that's it. And if you buy something, buy it somewhere where they have a money-back, uh, no-frills return, and if it doesn't do what you want it to do, immediately send it back. It should be, uh, it should sound great with very little help. And what I mean by that is you're not going to kill your room noise with with the mic. You can help it, um, absolutely, because if you have the wrong mic, it's going to pick up a flea fart, and that's that's just what they do. They're that good, you know. But what I'm saying is your tonality and the way you sound in your DAW, if you're having to over-process to make it sound good, it's the wrong mic. It needs to match your voice pretty close to where you're doing very little to that raw audio when you send it off because that's what these producers want. That's what you're, you know, when you're being booked for those jobs, that's what they want. They don't want you to overprocess. They don't want you to compress. They don't want you to do all that stuff. They want you to send them something. It might be just very lightly EQ'd, and yeah, maybe you ran your NS1 and you de-clicked, but that's all they want. If you're doing more than that, you're doing it wrong. Sorry. So let's talk about mics, and I'm going to tell you what I've got, what I've had, what I like and I didn't like real quickly, and then I'm going to talk about several that if I had the money, I'd probably go buy them because I like what I hear about them. I started out with the MXL 990. I gave it away um, not too long ago. I don't know, earlier in the year. And I gave it away because I think it's an excellent startup mic. Um, I think maybe Bill DeWee started with the same type mic. You know, it's a Marshall, if you want a, a brand name, Marshall, MXL 990. I still own an MXL 770 as a backup, and I would use it all day long for anything. It's it's good clean sound. It's got the uh, uh, the high low roll off switch. It's a good mic. It's it's very close to the nine ninety and actually cost a little less. Um, I would be curious to try the V sixty seven G that is made by MXL uh, because I think it might be very close to a high end Neumann. Um, 
Now, the MXL 990, you can buy a capsule kit for it and change it over and turn it into literally, quote unquote, a TLM 103. Um, I know someone that did that and it turned out great. But the thing is, those mics are highly, highly sensitive, uh, very sensitive. Um, I then bought a Cinco D2. I sold it to a friend of mine because it, to me, it had a little bit of a boxy sound, but I don't think I was ready for the shotgun mic and I didn't understand it that much. So I will not judge the Cinco D2 because it was probably better than what I gave it credit for because I didn't give it a chance. I was comparing it to my 103 and you can't do that. That's two different, two different deals. Okay. So what about Rode NT1s? I had one of those. It was a good mic. Didn't fit my voice, but it was a good mic. It might fit your voice. You see where I'm going with all this? It's almost like auditions. It's very subjective. Some people like it. Some people don't. So, so what am I doing now? All right. So what you're hearing here right now is the MKH416. That's my Sennheiser shotgun mic. I use it 75% of the time. And most of you know, I sold my TLM-103. It went down to Georgia. Uh, I hope it's doing great for them. I haven't heard anything bad. But um, it, it just wasn't for me. Uh, where my booth is, it was picking up some outside stuff. This, uh, this mic does not. This shotgun mic does not. Uh, every now and then, but hardly ever. Um, I also have a... And I bought this secondhand and got a great deal, a Sennheiser MK4. And I'm going to tell you, the tone fits my voice pretty well. I mean, my tone fits that mic pretty well. It does a good job. Um, it gives me that closeness and, and that richness, that condenser sound that I want, that large condenser sound I want. But it's not overly, overly, overly sensitive. Uh, I don't have to back the gain off very much. Um, from what I do with the, uh, with the boom or not the boom, the shotgun mic. So I, I'm very confident with that mic and I like it a lot and I'm probably going to start using it more and more. But let me talk about a couple of others or a few others that I like. Now I do have one other mic. No, I have two other mics. I have the, uh, Rode pod mic and I really like it. It's great for sitting outside at my other desk and recording or doing Zoom calls or whatever, they don't pick up hardly any background noise. Would I do voiceover with it? Absolutely not. No way. I have to run the gain all the way up just to be able to hear it um, on a Zoom call. Now, could I get one of the inline cloud lifters or something and make that better? Sure. And I may do that eventually. I may try that. But right now, I'm not worried about it because I have something else in mind that I want a cloud lifter for, and I'll get to that. Uh, and I also have a USB mic. It's a Fifine, and I want to say it's a K670, but I'm guessing. But if you look on Amazon, it, it's it's the little black one. It's about 50 bucks. And I'm going to tell you, I did a lot of voiceover with that thing when I started. I went from the MXL 990 to the Fifine to try it, and I liked it so much I used it for, I don't know, two or three months. I wasn't doing a ton of work at that time, but uh, the quality of it's great. and if if I'm traveling right now because I'm usually, I'm just not gone that much anymore. And if I were going to be gone for just a day or so, I would probably grab that and my laptop and that's it. 
and just plug it directly into the laptop and let it go. Probably just to do auditions because I can clean them up and they sound great. Would I trust it for doing day-in, day-out work? Probably not because it has a tendency to power surge sometimes and you can always catch it and fix it. But I don't think I would want to rely on it. You know, I, and I really don't want somebody to ask me, what are you recording on? And I, I really love telling them I, I use the Sennheiser 416 and the Sennheiser MK4 for now. And, uh, you know, I think that's good. Let me mention a few others, just a handful, that if I had the money, if I could just go out and buy them and build this beautiful, wonderful mic cabinet, just to have them, I don't know why, I'm, and a lot of mic junkies are out there. Um, Stellar, I think the X2 and X3, I, I think those are really good mics. Everybody I know that has one, I love the way they sound. Um, the... Uh, is it AT2020 and 2040? I've, I've heard very good stuff on those. And the 2020 being the lower end, lower price mic, I think that's a great starting mic. But remember, that MXL 990 is under $100. It may be under 75 I can't remember. Um, but it's a good mic. And another one that I want, and that it will be my next purchase, not for voiceover, but for podcasting and for Zoom calls, is the uh, SM7B. I mean, that thing's legendary. It's fantastic. It's got your roll-off switch. You know, it's got some things you can do with it. Uh, and I know they make uh, the other version now. Is it M MV7? I can't remember if that's correct or not. I would probably even go that route because it'll do USB or or uh, uh, XLR. And that's pretty cool. Um and I also would love to try a Shure KSM32 because I just love Shure mics. I've used them all my life, especially live. You know, the uh, um, they were just kind of like PV amplifiers back in the day, you know, and all your PV sound equipment. You can beat, bang it, and throw it in the truck and do everything and go somewhere with it. And you could pull out your SM57 uh, Mike and, and they just could take beatings and, you know, they'd be dented up, but they still sounded fantastic. And I've always believed in that product line and sure. And, and even back to PV, they don't do stuff for voiceover, but I always love PV back in the day for all the way from Meridian, Mississippi, uh, good old made in the USA. I guess it still is. I don't know. I haven't bought audio equipment in years. But you know what? We could beat mics to death like we could beat interfaces to death and everything to death. But look, here's the best advice I can give you. If you're brand new, get the most reasonable priced mic you can get to get started. And then you can absolutely trade up. But remember, whatever you buy, buy it, Sweetwater, wherever. Uh, I love them. Uh, was it B&H Photo? Uh, they're great about returns. Just buy it where you can return it because it may not suit your voice. Uh, if you know someone that has one, it'll let you borrow it for a day or two to try it. Do that. Um, but for me, it has nothing to do with you. And that's what's so fun about microphones. That's why they sell so many. I'm using my MKH416 daily. I plug in my MK4 on certain things, depending on the type of read. And that's where I'm at. And God bless your heart, because if you're new and you're having to figure all this out, it's a pain because everybody has an opinion. But here's what you have to do. And here's the bottom line. Rely on a good ear to hear a raw recording of you on that mic and give you advice. 
and say, I don't know, it's awful tinny, it's awful this, it's awful too much bottom, it sounds boxy. It needs to sound pretty decent with nothing done to it. And let that be your guide and that's it. Nobody sponsors me. Nobody's you know, telling me that I get something free if you buy a certain mic or buy it through me. There are no links in this podcast. So take that with a grain of salt. This will be our final talk about mics, I hope. Next week, we'll talk about interfaces. No, we won't. I don't want to get into all that. I'm hoping I can uh, have some other, other things to bring you next week to help with your, uh, your VO climb. And you know what? If you listen to this all the way through after I said right in the front end, all you have to do is buy it from a place that'll let you return it and try it out and make sure it sounds good. And if you listen to all this in between, I'm going to say that one more time. Buy it somewhere that'll let you return it, make sure it sounds good. And I could have done this podcast in 13 seconds because that, that's the key, right? All right. Hey, everybody have a, a, a just fantastic a wonderful, great rest of the summer because it's almost over. Here it is, 1st of August, uh, almost the middle of August already. And next thing you know, it's it's falls in the air and we're wearing hoodies and, and we're going to Thanksgiving dinner and it's Christmas and we start all over again. And I'll be celebrating completion of the first year full-time in voiceover as I just finished up seven months. And I'm just as in shock as you are that I'm still able to do this for a living. <laughs> and that's the truth. That is the truth. I have been blessed, and I, and I thank everybody for your support. And uh, again, have a great rest of the summer, and we'll catch you next time on the next episode of Summer Shorts. We're going to have a couple of more on the VO Life. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today, Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.